This week on the Push Wallows podcast, it's the predictions episode. What's going to happen in 2020? Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And the Tom Hall. What's going on? The vegans come in. Is that what it is? It's got to be the vegans. vegans. coming sure. in, in. Australia's burning and World War Three has started. It's the 3rd of January and already it's gone to pop, mate. I saw the meme. There was a meme going around on, I think it was like one of the Instagram things I follow. Just a, I can't remember what it's called. Made in Poor Taste, I think it's called. And um, yeah, they said that 1st of January and it was like, okay, things are going well. Things are going well. And it's the 2nd of January. Oh, Australia's on fire. Okay, no, that's not great. January 3rd, World War Three starts. I was like, ah, oh, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, not good, is it, mate? What is he thinking, that man? I don't think he thinks, does he, to be fair? No, and like, Iran have already come out and said, like, yeah, we're going to get revenge. Oh, good. Oh, that's a great idea. Um, yeah, Iran versus America, basically, war. Great. Gee, oh, anyway, let's, let's, keep, let's keep this more lighthearted. I mean, our predictions of... Uh... Predictions of 2020, that's number one. Wait, wait, <laughs> World War Three. We'll, we'll get dragged into it as well, oh, yeah. because the, the allies back up, and all that. Back up the US, don't we? We're, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll end up going back into Europe. We're like, we don't want to leave, we'll just side with these guys. Yeah, we want to be with you guys, please. Can we come back? <laughs> but it's all good. You lucky, lucky people have had us... What is it, twice in two days, three days? Wow, wow, that is enough for most people. Isn't it, it is enough. We'll keep this one slightly shorter. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we almost, I think we went for an hour. We hadn't spoke for a while. So, well, we hadn't spoke on the show for a while. Me and Dan have spoken far too <laughs> So, it's just what happens, right? Um, yeah. What's been, what's been happening the last day? The last day and a half? Mate, just check-ins, innit? Do you know what I mean? Everyone's, everyone's raring to go for the new year. Um, yeah, so it's been good catching up with all my clients, or majority of my clients. Yeah. Some of them have been naughty and not checked in, but they will be dealt with in due course. Um, so yeah, is no. one of them quite close to me? Yeah, very close yeah. to you, yes. Yes, yes, yes. She's, she's always in trouble, though. So, <laughs> fine. Oh, constantly. It's constantly. Just, it, just to check in with me before going to you. And I'm like, I don't want that. Dad's your coach. <laughs> Listen, but, um, but yeah, no, so everything's all good. It was really good to, to chat to some people. And yeah, I feel like I'm not really like, I'll be honest, I'm not really kind of like massively motivated. You know, like some people, I think they go into the new year and they're like really motivated. They're great. I don't really, I don't know. I don't really feel like immensely like ready for the year in particular. I don't know. Maybe I just don't think about it that way anymore. But just like, it just feels like any other week to me. So I, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I had my first day back at work today. Um, I had a, a grand total of six clients, trained myself, ate some lunch. Um... That was pretty good. Sent, sent at least 10 emails. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Mate, big admin day for you. Big admin day. Um, it was uh, like reviews and stuff like that. So telling people what procedures they have to do for the next month so they pass a, a course and stuff like this. So, oh. and, and the ones that already passed, I just said, well done. Don't expect any bells and whistles. I wanted you to pass. Um, you just listened. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> basically um but yeah that, that was my day i got 
incredibly tired. If I'm not really honest, I was kind of I was kind of tired after my sixth client in a row. Um, yeah, I know, right? So, Tom. <laughs> I mean, I was speaking to Dan today. Dan trained again today. I did. I definitely did train today. <laughs> Shit, you not, it happened. Don't uh, worry about it. New man. Um, See, you said it's just another week. Uh, you've trained twice in the last week. Yeah, to be fair, that, that to be fair, that should be like any other week. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was um, it was good. No, I think it helps. Obviously, like you know, we talked about just finding a way you enjoy training. So that was good. Yeah. Did a bit of that. Um, did a few supersets, things like that. Um, yeah, and just played around with new exercise, not played around with for a little while. So it's always good fun. Yeah, I did as well. And I was saying that my doms are already setting in the day of. I get that with Bulgarian split squats. Just... I'm, I swear I can feel the doms as I'm doing them. I swear. Like, I can feel it in my glutes straight away. Like, yeah. straight away. My legs, yeah, for right now, feeling so fatigued. Obviously, I've, I've done... Over Christmas, I probably averaged about two, three thousand steps, and I'm back to normal nineteen thousand steps today. Yes, your legs are like feeling real heavy. My legs would be feeling heavy from that anyway, um, yeah. and yeah, it's just a bit tired from that. A bit gassed, mate. A bit gassed. It's a good a word. Gassed. A gassed. <laughs> but yeah, so this is our annual predictions mm-hmm. podcast, I believe. Um, so we did a year review. I think we actually normally do this as the second, like the first podcast of the year, but I feel feel like we're already there, so we can just plow into next year. Uh, well, this year, this year. Anyway, so we can do it now. This year, mate. Yeah. We just do it. Um, we got a few things. Um, we, I've, I had to look look through one. What was it actually? We did episode one five two, and then one oh one were the last prediction ones. So the twenty eighteen, we didn't do one for twenty seventeen. We just we were too too. We were too young, mate. We couldn't predict too young. that. <laughs> nothing but it was quite it's quite good looking back because in 2018 so that's just, that's 100 episodes ago mate uh, 100 hours of you of us you lucky lucky people mm. and uh we said will the vegan diet keep rising wow and, there you uh, go we we nailed it absolutely nailed it um, well i'd say the same for, for this year mate i think it's yeah we, i saw I, in the I, news today there was a massive thing on um so yeah let's go into that a little bit that's a little bit weird isn't it yeah, there's a thing on BBC News about it. Um, oh, it's gone off my. It's gone off the top ten now. I've got to find it's, it. It was yeah, about. I mean, it's it was about, about. It's about Lidl, right? Ditching cartoons on cereals. Well, there's that, but there, there was also actually something about veganism. As well. Oh, right. okay, okay. Um, about vegan veganism <laughs> being um, how popular it was, and um, oh, where's it gone now? I can't find it. Oh, how annoying! It's it's literally in the top three. Minutes. Oh, fucking hell! Just sorry, I just said a news title, a, a thing, really annoying. A, um, Ethical like, veganism is a philosophical belief. Uh, Marvel, Marvel to get first transgender superhero. Come on, really? <laughs> Come like, on. Do we have to be so politically correct nowadays? We do that, really. I wonder who it'll be. I don't ever look at a superhero and think it's a man or a woman either. Like you don't really like. It's not one of your things you think about. It just happens. It just is a man or a woman. It's not <laughs> that needs to be like. There are superheroes who are women and superheroes who are men. Why is it interesting though, how they do it? It'll, it will be super interesting how they do it because that 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 to me that sounds like a minefield that they're stepping into. <laughs> but, uh, but no, yeah, like you. Sorry. The, so yeah, the the title that I did see was the whole um, mm. being vegan now. Being an ethical vegan is akin to a religion. So yeah. people can be if people who target vegan ethical vegans. Um, and almost discriminate against them. It's the equivalent now, like uh, in law, 
as it is to discriminate against someone for their religion. Like if you're Jewish or Muslim or Christian or whatever. Just listing yeah. religions in case you didn't know what they were. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. And I, I think it's, I think I can see it to be fair. I get it. I get it because it's obviously a, a belief and it's a, um, you don't want to harm animals and stuff. And I get it. It's a, it's a belief and whatever. But I just think that it's going to lead to some sort of veganism in general, being some sort of religion and some sort of cult, which it is anyway. Um, oh, me and Mike had a comment on our video. We, we did a, um, ages ago, we did a, a vegan video um basically just said like look you don't it was after the game changers thing it was basically the video was look don't go vegan you don't need to be that extreme eat more plants eat less processed meat but you don't have to cut out all animal products kind of thing and some guy went in on him like, oh, i followed your channel for ages for for a channel that's supposed to be no bullshit this is just completely not a bullshit and i was just like you're clearly vegan mate like <laughs> it is like a religion like they go on about it like it is like i don't know many vegans who can sit there and just sort of actually no, that's a lie. I do know some, and they're more ethical vegans. Actually, the ethical vegans are more the ones that are there going, yeah, I know it's not necessarily healthy. I just do it because I don't want to hurt animals. They're the ones that are actually quite smart and sit back and be like, God, I'm sure it's probably not. Um, and it's just yeah, the way they're so militant about it. People that watched a documentary or think that, and he was like, oh, there's no, you've not provided one shred of science or one fact or anything. So Mike put in the comments, well, show us then. Like, what do you disagree with? And he hasn't replied. Like, exactly. Like, there's no evidence. Nordic game changers. So, there's no evidence to show it's better. It's just an opinion that people have. And no one's saying, don't eat plants. No one. No one is in their right mind is saying that. There was a, I, saw, I saw a piece, uh, Lane Norton was, has been talking to. Uh, did he go on? Has he been on Rogan? He was going to go. I saw that as well. He's, He's going to go. go. He's, but He's see, the biggest go, problem but... with it is it doesn't make a difference because no. they're so extreme and they want to be so extreme. And it's really interesting because I read, um, I've been reading um, a book by Seth Godin and it basically says, it's like the whole flat earth theory, people. It's kind of like there are people in the world. Yeah, what's, your, what's your problem with that, mate? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There are people in the world who just want to be different. They, they just, they identify with being the difference. They identify with being in the minority of being the, the person that's yeah. discriminated against for those reasons and stuff. And it's, it's that whole thing of those people who go vegan are in that camp sometimes of, they just want to be different. They want to be the person people have a go at, or they want to be people that fight for something that's smaller or whatever. And it's the same with like, say the flat earth people and things like that. They just want to be different. Um, and I think some vegans, it's, like, the, it's the people who don't like a band. Now they're popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that kind of thing. So, I was there when it was when it was just. I bet, I bet they're gonna drop off now. Now veganism's gathering steam, and they're like, ah, nah, I'm not a bother. It's weird how some people are like that. You know, I just think it's. Um, I think it's interesting, and and I, I think veg- Like I said to you just before we came on, I think, I think veganism in 2020 will pick up. I think it will. Like, there's no doubt about it because the reason it will pick up as well is because one of the things I suppose a couple of years ago about it that was so difficult was that it wasn't as easy accessible. It wasn't as easy to be a vegan. Whereas now you've got companies cashing in on the fact people are going vegan. They don't give a fuck about people. They're just doing it because they want to make money. So they provide products that are vegan so they can make more money off them. That's why they're doing it. Um, you know, like Greg's got the vegan pasty and all that sort of stuff. Like they don't really care like this. If they, if they cared that much about veganism, they would then not sell meat as well. They would sell money. Yeah, they just want to make money off you. Um, but that being said, it is more accessible to people. So therefore, more people will be able to do it and they will maybe have more of a plant-based diet, which is great. But if you're still eating a Greg's vegan pasty, you're probably not going to be like bothered about your health in any way. Like, I don't know. It just it seems a lot, odd. Mate. Absolutely yeah, fine. it just seems odd that like you would go that way. But um, 
You know, yeah. I almost bought today, being on pasties, I almost bought a uh, sausage and baby and melt. I was so, they're so good, Dan. What is that face? Do you know what I love from Greg's? I used to love it when I was at uni. I haven't had one since uni with a festive bake. Oh my God. Festive bake, that's a good shout. They are but very good. Sausage and baby and melt is out of this world. They're always great. You can't. I mean, Greg's is 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 top quality English snacking and it? <laughs> top quality English shit food. But, um, but yeah, I think it will. I think it will carry on. And like I said to you before the show, I think if anything, it will probably at some point mean that lower quality meat will be. I think we're still going to eat it. What am I saying? But I think that. Well, maybe maybe the availability of low quality meat will reduce because because of, of the cost element to it, and actually higher quality meat will will be good. And that, like we always talk about, that middle quality stuff will go. It's the middle that will go. Yeah, and as I always think, the low probably go for the higher. The quality. low quality stuff is always going to be there. Cause I was talking with my client today about because she was she was talking about too much salt being in food and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, but because it's been heavily processed and probably it's on the lower end of the market, you're not probably like picking out a tins and processed food it's like you're not worrying about that um but there's always going to be that kind of really low kind of i don't know income earner meat that's just kind of like the can aisle essentially or the frozen stuff right yeah and and, yeah. and like we always come back to is i still i still see like we talked about you know you're, i know you're going to talk about this with the, the little thing with the um <laughs> Well, this should be, I have no idea why the Iran stuff and then the US. I mean, this should be top. Yeah, they're taking off the characters of all the cereal, aren't they? I mean, obviously, they've, they've, they've ripped off like stuff. Little, little obviously, uh, make their own brand. Uh, well, they all, all the supermarkets make their own brand uh, cereals, right? And uh, on the Frosted Flakes, wasn't a tiger, it was a lion. Of course, it was. <laughs> And then, but they still had uh, instead of cocoa pops, they had choco rice, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they've taken off. They did have a monkey though, which is interesting. Yeah, mm. cocoa pops, mate. They're gonna. Yeah, but but they had a lion on the frosted flakes, not a tiger. It's a oh, big okay, yeah. Sorry, that, yeah. but or they they just might have done something. I don't little. think. Yeah, they, I don't they think. maybe it's gone from chimp to uh, monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> the intricacies of the breed and the species. Exactly. Um, um, yeah, I think it was on that article actually because I saw that, and then, then then I saw a few other um, articles off off that one. Do you know they, they always link, don't they? To yeah, yeah. And I, and I and I saw that, and I went on cartoon characters. <laughs> so basically, there's one here. Um, is it time to treat sugar like smoking? Mm, probably not. Um, <laughs> well, it was from the fourth of June in 2019. I don't know how I missed it. But yeah, over the past decade, decade, smoking has become marginalised and stigmatised. I'm sorry, but sugar and smoking are not the same thing. Like, I didn't realise just how bad sugar is being demonised. Um, aggressively, yeah. And yeah, like again, I'm speaking to the same client, and um, she had her mother over for Christmas, and she was doing her Peloton, and then, so this was. And and also she was talking about uh, so she's watching her daughter do the peloton. She was like, "You need to stop. That's bad for your heart. Surely it's like you shouldn't push yourself that much." And she was like, uh, "What?" It's like no idea. And she was like, "Yeah, I just burnt burnt the equivalent of a Mars bar." She was like, "No way! Like that that little." Which is like, "It's like you wouldn't eat that anyway." It's all, sugar. That goes back, all that goes back to the the labeling again. But yeah. <laughs> oh and. Yeah, it's, there's and she was demonising sugar. Then doesn't really particularly believe in calories, 
doesn't really know what they are, but knows people should apparently eat less sugar. And uh, um, I guess the general population might might think about food quantity and more energy or being, getting fatter with quantity of food, like having a big plate instead of having a small plate as well. So she seemed to seem, oh, yeah, if it's because it's small, because it's physically small, it should be okay. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, well, she was like, seriously, like half my family think that. Crazy. Crazy. It's, I mean, it's, it's that, these are the people that we need to reach. Though. Yeah, I started, <laughs> re- I started reading the, the article and it was sort of talking about, you know, should foods with sugar in have plain packaging like smoking, like the cigarette packets do, and then also that cigarette packs must come with you know clear warnings about what that does to you and the images of stuff that happens to you and i'm just like people are really missing the wood for the trees and like yeah obviously eating a high in sugar is like going to lead to probably in general more calories and shit but there needs to be a a real like turnaround quickly again it doesn't part of me is like part the selfish part of me doesn't give a shit because more confusion out there and if i eat sugar and i get in shape or i get my clients in shape while they're eating their favorite foods it's gonna be more business for me potentially in the future from a purely selfish point of view confusing the public is like good for me i don't really care but surely there has to be something done about it like i get it like we can't carry on eating shit we can't go down that route or whatever but putting a tax on sugar surely and and or like all foods if they've got a certain amount of sugar in is just ridiculous because you're gonna then tax fruit because fruit has higher amounts of sugar in and That's... yeah, and then they're going to start saying refined sugar. And then you go, well, where do you draw the line? Because it yeah. is just calories at the end of the day. So why is a sugar in fruit not the same as refined sugar and all that sort of stuff? Like, we know this, the answer to these questions. This was, but... a, this was a thing raised over, like, one of the Christmas dinners I had as well. It was, like, um, my sister's fiancé. He has a trainer, um, a boxing coach and a trainer. And um, he, he's cutting weight right now. And apparently, apparently so I said, I was like... Uh, if anybody's telling you not to eat not to eat fruit, mate, and I was like, even though he's kind of cutting calories and he's coming down in weight, I was like, if, if somebody's telling you not to eat fruit because of the sugar content, please punch them in the face. They're missing the forest of the trees. Seriously. And he was like, and then Vicky, my, my sister was like, his trainer said that to him. His trainer said that to him. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I was like, he's like, yep. It's <laughs> so like, common though. Like, like, it is, why? Like that, that, why, I think why that, are you stopping somebody from having a banana? I was like, I that's, that, that's, that's not the issue, is it? It's, uh, it's, it's the other stuff that he's eating. Is. But like I said, you know, I've just, I've just got a video testimony from a client that I'm going to put out soon and it, uh, from Ruby who did the photo shoot. And, you know, he's had loads of trainers, loads of stuff in the past. And, and the video is great because he just kind of says that I've never had this success. I've never had this sort of stuff from, you know, ever before these kind of results. And he was like, it's amazing. I've done this while eating foods that I like. And I was just like, that's <laughs> how rare is that? That. Yeah. you can go on a diet and you can lose weight eating the foods you enjoy and you like it's it's almost supposed to be that people should suffer by you know eating foods they they don't enjoy and stuff like that and it's crazy but like i said from purely selfish point of view i don't give a shit because it means that if, if essentially it's more more clients for us because there's gonna be more misinformation and that but that shouldn't that's not how i want to get clients i don't want it to be like that you want people to to be aware and to be um to be empowered to make their own choices and stuff but yeah that's my other prediction for 2020 is i think you'll see um more tax on sugar across the board like i think it'll be demonized i think i think, I think, I think yeah 100 percent sugar is going to be demonized just like just like not obviously smoking was demonized and it should be hands down um but yeah sugar will be i think that's and a you know, it's, it's good just that nutrition that prediction it's just that echo chamber of just like a few people say sugar's bad and then of course 
politicians or whatever just go, oh, yeah, I like sugar and I'm overweight and, yeah, I can't stop eating it. So, yeah, it probably is that bad. So then they just go, yeah, sign it off. It's like, at what point are we going, hang on a minute, like, it's nothing to do with that. It's your greedy twat. Stop fucking eating food. Like, and you can't say that and you can't put a tax on that, can you? But, oh, I don't know, that's, not, that's fat shaming. You can't say that either. <laughs> but at some point, where are we going to, you know, it's just going to be, I don't know. I, I just worry. It's, it's funny on the tax thing because also I saw a, a campaign today online about um, UK's tax on alcohol of how high it was compared to like France and Australia and Germany. And I was like, so, should be. Yeah, like, so double that. Double that. <laughs> double that. Like, genuinely, like double like, that. That's, Triple that's, the smoking that's... tax. Like, just do it. Like, it's, that, that is more of an issue than a bit of sugar. And, you know, I think there's more important things to worry about. Like, I think, you know, the... I think, anyway, I don't know, but I'm sure in London it must be happening more and more, but, like, free places to fill up your water. Things yeah. like that should be pushed more and, um, you know, more alternatives to, to that rather than... I just don't... I just don't get it. I don't... Putting a, put a bit of a bit of tax on some sugar ain't going to stop people buying a Starbucks. You've got to... You got to go to the the, the the person and be like, it doesn't... They're not going to know. Five... They're going to think Starbucks has raised the price. They don't care. Like... Ah, just uh, and again, companies like Coca Cola can absorb some of that cost it, it, just to make more sales. Like they don't really, they don't care. Like again, they make more money. Like they don't really, you know, care. And I just don't think it's the right way to go about it. Hitting people in the pocket if they, you know, oh, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer oh, well. is. To be honest, but there's your prediction, mean. mate. There's, there's your nutrition prediction for that twenty. Is, that is genuinely it. Twenty twenty. Like, you'll see it happen. More demonising sugar. How about training predictions? What we think is. is it's going to happen. I promise, is there any... I promise with training, I will train at least once more this year. I promise. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. So. I think training predictions are always harder. Training predictions are they always are a lot harder. They are super hard because stuff comes around and it ebbs and flows. I feel that maybe CrossFit is going to be bigger again. No. no. I'm, I don't know whether that's just because I'm surrounded by it a little bit more, but I feel like um yeah crossfit functional training is going to be there again no no i i I don't really know with training where where it's going at all i think it's there's like there's little pockets of everything everywhere isn't there and i think for me i because i don't live in london i think london's the only real hub maybe manchester um of training really like bath it's not really big you know you don't going to the gyms you don't see people like all talking about stuff or doing stuff a certain way or new gyms popping up like, like they would in london um yeah. but i guess you look at the trends over the last like two or three years it's been like group x has been big right so yeah. the last couple of years it's been these like boutique studios these doing these little classes and i feel like the little classes that they're intense sure but they're not really properly lifting I feel like the education of people who started doing that has gotten better and maybe they're going to come back and properly lift a little bit more. Um, maybe it's going to be more like functional training CrossFit classes. Yeah. Strongman classes. I think I feel like that's going to be a thing um, where people actually want to lift some weights. Maybe. these are. I'm talking about gym goers here, not like the average Joes. Who just... I remember we tried to do that, didn't we, at Third Space? We, we tried to come up with a sort of a, a class whereby it was like learning how to lift properly. And we couldn't we couldn't figure out how to do it. And we didn't think it would be popular because it was like people aren't going to come in and get sweaty. They're going to learn how to lift properly. And it was kind of a way to – I think we thought, talked about doing it with Olympic lifting. I can't remember what it was, but it was – and it would never get off the ground because everyone was like, no one's going to come to it. It's I not think be sweaty enough. We didn't have the space in the Marlowe one as well. The space so. well was obviously the other thing, but – yeah, I just I, I think it's a lot harder with training. Um, 
the outdoor boot camp stuff is is good and that's going to keep going probably um as you get more into the summer that pick always picks up um well, interesting ones are going to be um equinox as well so there's a couple of things that are happening right what's um so equinox have got uh, their hotel that they launched in is that, i think it's in manhattan or just off new york somewhere around there and it's apparently they're killing it in terms of the equinox hotel super expensive to stay there but uh, you basically have a in every room is like a little gym bit in in the room um I know, it's crazy. So the the new Equinox in London, so there's two at the moment. The, the third one just opens in Bishopsgate. So I'm going to go down and check it out, basically. 100% rivals to... Uh, they're both basically the same price point as us. Um, yeah. So we're going to see see what it looks like down there. Um, but there is rumour. Um, so I'm friends with the... What does she do? She does PR for the Connaught, Claridge's, and somebody else. And she, she might be doing the PR for the new Equinox hotel that could be coming to London. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what they do. Um, could be a, could be an in, but interesting. The yeah. thing with the thing with that, I suppose, is that it, again appealing to a niche of people who want to travel and stay fit and healthy on the go. Yeah. They're going to sell out their rooms just based on that. Like if you had too many of them, they probably wouldn't get too full. But if yeah. you've only got one New York, I'd imagine a lot of people would want to stay there because they go, oh, t- take me there because I know you know companies are going to put people up there because they know if they're fit yeah, and healthy. They I think, London, I think the amount of people that go America's London, I'd imagine it would be quite a popular thing in London as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, Equinox has never quite hit the like hit the ground in London, but they're getting better. They're doing more things. But I think that could be why. I think that could be why. So people come in from America for a week or two. They're not going to go and join an Equinox in a week no. or two. If they were to say they know the name Equinox Hotel, they would go there. So would that, I, I, would, I would imagine that would I be more popular maybe, than their gyms. Than gyms. Um, probably this year or next year, I feel like that's going to be fairly decent but there's the, the rise of uh, what has been happening obviously you've got peloton that have mm. they're i don't know when, yeah. they're just home-based fitness right so that's like a spin class in your in your front room but you can log on to any classes one of my clients has got one she loves it um but she is i, I always feel like they're adhering to a very small market of like the cyclists the proper cyclists are not going to do it because they don't have a turbo trainer and you know what they're going to go out on their bike um, and just go outside. Yeah, I don't think it appeals to them. I think it's and more. And also, people... I don't think. I think so. You've got a couple of um, clients that are very much class orientated. They would go to a spin class because they like seeing people, and you yeah. don't get that with a peloton because it's just the screen in front of you. You you are doing it with people that are right there and then, like across the globe. But pff, a little bit strange because the it can be it can be a pre-recorded person or the is it a live instructor sometimes who like pushes you through who's got a camera. I on. I thought they were all live instructors. So I, th- I think you can do a pre-recorded one, and you can start at any time, and then you can do like, and they also have the live instructors, like probably every ten minutes or something. Like that. I think uh, the live instructors cool. is probably more the the draw, isn't it? That's what I think at the price for the price point. I think at the moment it's going to be very very individually unique, but I suppose yeah. as the years go on, it may get cheaper. So um, there's another one. one. There's another one as well. And if you're a personal trainer and you're worried about this, then you don't value yourself. Okay. So there's something called the mirror. Um, I don't think it's by Peloton, but um, it is definitely in the States right now. So it's kind of full length body mirror, but it's a screen as well. You can see yourself, but it also mirrors a trainer onto the mirror and it tells you what to do. It's basically like a big mirrory kind of pointless. workout video. Totally pointless. pointless. Absolutely pointless. Yeah, just step into the squat rack. What? <laughs> so it's like, 
I don't know, body weight exercises at home and it tells you what to do and it's a mirror of some sort. Wait, they've been on DVDs for fucking years. But I'm assuming it's the similar thing to the Peloton that it's like a live instructor um, or a live coach. I don't. I, the Peloton thing I get but, because... But, but you the can't... The Peloton see, thing I get because you're on a, you've got the equipment there, you're on the bike, like, and I can I get the accountability of turning up to a live class or whatever, yeah. but if you do a live mirror session, how are you going to push yourself harder like what do more air squats mate do more of them like yeah so it's gonna be i think it's that because obviously the, the instructor can't see you if they've got lots of people um yeah. and okay. and it's, it's the classic whole oh, what do you do you do online co- online coaching you sit there on skype and train no you don't yeah. do um <laughs> that's what they do now <laughs> it's not a niche it's not a thing to do um but yeah so there's something called mirror um i don't think it will take off and no, that and then somebody was like, oh, but yeah, like with all, I was like, have all these apps replaced personal training? No. I was like, you can literally go to a gym and do it. People still fuck up because they, yeah. they go, <laughs> that's what they, those apps, great for the people who make them. And maybe we, I don't know, possibility of us doing some sort of thing in the future like that. But it's going to be like really safe. And we're going to be like, do this if you can do this, do this if you can do this properly regress here and all this kind of yeah, stuff because i feel it's, like we'd be too like oh i don't want you to do this i, I, I think it just it just depends intensity. on it just depends on that whole like continuum of where you are i think if you're absolute zero and you're looking to get into it and apps can be good they can get you to a certain place where you can move you can understand exercise technique and th- know you're around a gym feel more confident in the gym but it's it's again it's that continuum of someone who's looking to hire a personal trainer online coach isn't this isn't someone who's still going to be using or getting the most out of an app it's going to be someone who's probably used one previously got to a certain point but now can't progress and they're stuck and they maybe would then look and research more and that's where they then find the bullshit stuff they find the you know the training programs like they're trying to hit you know gvt or they um think that they can't eat carbs and they think that keto is the way or they think the intermittent fasting and they go through all these fads like it's, it's a cycle and you need to and we talked about this before um, we talk about more, I suppose, in terms of our mentorship stuff that we're going to do, but is like, where are you attacking that continuum of people? Like, where are you going? Are you going for people who are expert in their thing? Are you going for CrossFit athletes or are you going for everyday Joe who's yet to step foot in the gym? Like, there's such a continuum of people. And when we talk about niches, people think oh yeah busy dads or whatever so it's not a fucking niche like, that's just a random two words put together. <laughs> like you need to go yeah busy just, but some did busy you, dads did you just see yourself in a mirror 100% mate um <laughs> no, that's the one thing that annoys me the most I hate I'm it the most when I see you didn't go busy accountants yeah, busy accountants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one thing that annoys me the most about um about the fitness industry is when I go online I go on someone's Instagram profile and it says I help busy people lose weight everyone's fucking busy mate everyone thinks they're busy everybody I've said this before so many times um everyone thinks they're busy um is that the niche is, is like you can use that continuum of are they newbies? How new are they to the gym? Do they believe in these these um, myths? Like, because some people step foot in the gym have never even heard of keto or intermittent fasting or carbs are bad or whatever. You've got to figure out like where you're going in that continuum and what you're looking for because. Like I now don't really go towards like I've got a couple of clients who compete or whatever, but I don't go that way like full on bodybuilding, like reps in reserve, training to failure, like don't care. Like let Steve Hall, AJ Morris, let them train those people who are interested into that degree because I don't care enough for one, but that's not the niche I'm trying to go for. I'm trying to go for people who are just below that, who want the good results, they maybe want to do a photo shoot, but they want to live their life, they want to enjoy a drink, they want to enjoy meals out, they don't want the rigors of the day to day life. And there are so many stops along that continuum. 
that people need to figure out where they're going and who they're trying to reach. And I think things like the Peloton and stuff have got that market nailed where it's like maybe people who aren't confident going to a spin class, they aren't confident, you know, being called out live in front of people that actually the more introverted people who would rather work out at home, but like you said, have found it limited with the, you know, doing a DVD or whatever to them, it's worth the investment of going, I don't want to join a gym. I'd rather spend nearly two grand on a bike that I get some sort of interaction on. Um, and it, it's again understanding the market you're going after so i'd be interested to see this year if peloton goes the way that people are thinking it might do i know it flopped on the stock market when it got um when they released their their initial um when it went stock. Public, yeah. Um, yeah but i don't i don't think that means that the the product's bad it could just mean it went to do that at the wrong time um i still i know people have actually bought shares in it and got shares in it and they're quietly confident that over the years it will be the thing that will work it will work over time as people get busier and if you imagine if you get like Equinox hotel right if you go to a hotel and they've got a peloton bike there and you can sign in with your username yeah. like straight away you're like okay i'm i'm gonna go to that hotel over somewhere else because i can still keep track of all what i'm doing and your favorite instructors are going to be there whatever um i think for places like that for hotels and things like that could be something that they that could be they, massive you know, for them. Where, yeah exactly where they, where they make a, you know, a bit of money stuff like that uh, it'd be interesting to see. Definitely, yeah. I think they should tap into that market, but I think the one-to-one bit weird. But there's, yeah, there's a, that's a thing that just for trainers to be aware that people might be looking at that, and you can kind of gauge yourself of why you're <laughs> way better always in person yeah. than doing that kind of crap. Um, but it's interesting, mate. Well, apparently, so, so some of the predictions we made in the past was uh, new protein products we'd like to see. Well, protein well, products. Well, I mean, I mean, there's been. I think you can turn everything protein now. I think probably since we've been doing this podcast, there's been a range. What's what's the per per hundred grams? Is it meant to be something like seven? For what? For then you can call something protein wheat a bit. It's something it's, like that. Yes, yeah. it's, it's from maybe seven to eight. I think the bar- the, the the boundary seems. I can't remember. Yeah. It's something stupid like that. Yeah. Something as something like that, and then you can call it a, a protein something, um, which is yeah madness most of the time. I'm surprised they don't go protein meat. Like oh yeah, yeah. I'll get some. They probably they would sell more definitely. Um, I mean, they already do. I like they do protein milk. Flipping out, do you know what I mean? Like it's. <laughs> it's just higher amounts of it isn't it uh, you yeah. know higher amounts of milk it's just a bigger cut yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't know what they, i don't know what they can do with that like there's protein crisps there's protein everything i think there's just stuff that needs to get better because it tends to be a bit like meh um, i just don't even buy any I, the only thing i buy now is protein bars um and that's just for convenience just for how quick i mean it. yeah same with me and Stuff I put in my my protein shakes are made up with like low fat, well zero percent like yogurt, basically zero percent Greek or zero percent natural yogurt. Um, I don't bother putting any like protein powder in it. I'm like I'm, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have my chicken or something like that and eat some yeah. food. Um, it's generally what I do. Um, but obviously income dictates that a little bit, so it's gonna be a little bit more expensive. But it's not crazily expensive. That's why I can't be bothered. I, I'd rather have this far nicer to eat mm. than, than a yeah. normal protein shake um i tend to have those protein yogurts all that kind of stuff and dan's very proud of me that i have bought eat lean cheese now well done uh, mate that's a very good big step for you that it's is four quid like that's expensive cheese i buy it in the, i buy it already grated in the packs it's not yeah i know i saw two pound. i think it's two that's, pound really it's more expensive in london definitely 
you can, I I buy I buy in bulk and get it delivered. That's what I tended to, I used to do because it keeps for so long. Yeah. But um, I get my shopping from a car though. I get it delivered. Of course so, you do. Of course you do. Um, yeah, man. Well, I live at the top of I, a big fucking hill, all right? Come on. <laughs> I would, but uh, there's a Tesco in my building. So. Yeah, fair point. Seems well, there you go. That's just convenience, isn't it? That's why you get. That's why you get charged more for it. Mate. <laughs> so, Although to be fair, I did actually see the other day. And it makes a lot of sense, and it's something that I've never really considered, but it does make sense. Um, I've said it to a few clients, actually, but I never say it like to people um, on Instagram stuff as, as general advice. But they said that they generally believe that what a, a good trick for like your home environment stuff is to do online food shopping because you don't get tempted by the chocolate aisle, the sweet aisle. You don't go down. They don't get tempted by all the suckered in by all the deals. You just go in. You buy, you buy what you need. Isn't it like the Amazon stuff, though? Because like, it would just be like, oh, also purchase like, with this. You normally would have this. Recommended yeah, with this. Yeah, you, get just ignore, this. you just ignore it. Like, well, you've you got a far stronger will than me. But I think with so. a card, it's far <laughs> easier, or like with anything like that, I think it's far easier to just get the bits you need. And they're then saving your favourites. Like, I, the amount of times that I've been sat here going, oh, I wish I had some chocolate in the house. And I haven't bought any. And I'm really annoyed at myself. <laughs> but it's like, then, but when I order it, I don't think, oh, I remember that time you wanted some chocolate. You better buy some. Like, I don't do it. It's just interesting. It is it's quite a good technique. Um, anyway, that's by the by. It's completely <laughs> um, Dan's picture for 2020, online shopping. So be yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my advice. But... Um, <laughs> because <laughs> i haven't had a protein shake for a long time i can't remember the last time i had a protein shake actually i don't i really it's not my go-to thing at all i would yeah. always go for food over that i bought one when i was with you and that was just because I, I fancied it with, because i knew the protein wasn't high enough in the coffee that yeah i would buy what i'd buy one but it'd be ready made like that in a bottle yeah, yeah. i'd pay a bit more for it because it tastes better um i've bought i've got about four or five packs of weight like just half used that i've just never bought i haven't bought any for such a long time but i wonder if this year is the year when the, the like the the bugs make an impact. So you said, yeah. Like, uh, I saw an article it's not, today it's not, about... It's not with veganism, is it? That's not with veganism. It's not with veganism, but... What's sustainability? Again, from a sustainability point of view and a climate thing, like, again, people are trying to claim that fucking meat's killing the ozone layer and that sort of shit. Like, no, flying avocados from Brazil is probably doing more damage than me buying meat from the butcher down in Somerset. But whatever. Um, I predict... I, I This is kind of like a bit of a out there prediction but i'd be interested to see if it takes off this year the whole protein insects crickets stuff like that like obviously not eating them whole but great it'll be ground up and people will start using it more in things like baking or cooking or whatever and i'd be interested to see how that goes over the year because I, I remember seeing a thing about the protein content but also the amino acid content isn't that far away from meat and isn't that bad and if you combine them in the right ratios you can, you can do quite well with it so i'd be interested to see if that goes anywhere should we should we go into business? Should we should we do should we do bugs? I mean, I uh, bugs, I, mean. I hate I, bugs, so I, I would I don't think I would want to really kill them. If I'm honest, I don't think I'd want to eat them. But if it was in a powder and you didn't really know, and uh, I don't know, yeah, just some small print somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If anybody's willing to do it, we'll we'll quite happily come and advise. Mate. Uh, All I'm saying is there are some people <laughs> out there who only eat plants and don't eat any animal products. If they can do that, there'll be people out there who eat insects. Trust yeah. me. A nice little, like, was it widgety grub? Widgety grub. Widgety grub, the massive, like, oh, oh, disgusting things. People just bite their heads off. Nasty, mate. All right, so that, I think that's a celebrity, haven't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the, that's the one that's from, right? Uh, so we got... Well, we don't know. Apparently, bugs are making a comeback. <laughs> um, I'm thinking that Peloton and some sort of home-based home-based um, fitness stuff will be big. 
and then Dan's going to be demonising sugar. Oh, wait a minute. 2020 is going to be demonising sugar. Yeah, you yeah. know, not me. Those are the predictions. Um, I think they're going to be spot on because we've already got them right like previously. We, we, we said that veganism was going to rise and rise two, two, three years ago, and uh, now it's a religion. So There you go. I mean, if I was you, I would invest in bugs now. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. Any other news? No. No? Wow. All right. Okay. Um, we will be back in uh, two days <laughs> for the pullies, right? Yeah, I believe so. Pullies. Wow. Exciting episode. Love the pullies, <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting for the bribes coming in now. I'm waiting for them. I'm waiting for the bribes coming out. Well, coming best, out best listener. Somebody already shot themselves in the foot um, with a best listener thing, and she actually said it after I had a go about something she did. But we bring it up on the next show. Um, but yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, just just leave, just leave now, just unfollow me, please. Um, yeah, fine. All right, mate, I will uh, leave you to your Friday night, and I will catch you. I'll catch you guys in two days, and I'll catch Dan. I'll, I'll text you in a bit. Probably about an hour, yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. Peace out. Bye.